Let's go to the hotline and welcome to this show. We're about to class it up a little bit, Dylan. The presidential candidate and doctor, Ben Carson. Dr. Carson, how are you, sir? I'm doing very well, thanks. I'm very excited to speak with you today. Uh, Let me ask you a question. With this recent surge in in the polls now, do you think you've done anything different, or do you think America just gets to know a little bit more about what kind of person you are? No, I think I haven't done anything differently. It's just that more and more people are having an opportunity to actually see me, to hear me, and to be able to decide for themselves what I'm like as opposed to uh, having it spoon-fed to them by media, which sometimes has a different agenda. Yeah, and I love the fact that we have not only one but two three uh what they call outsiders now in this in this election and in this book that you have a more perfect union what would the, what we the people can do to reclaim our constitutional liberties i think this is a perfect example of of what the forefathers designed the constitution for so that more people on the outside come in to actually make a difference Exactly, because in fact, you know, our system was designed for citizen statesmen, not for career politicians. In fact, they didn't think there would be any career politicians because it was such an onerous job <laughs> yeah. uh, back in those days. Uh, but also, you know, our, our Constitution is the thing that defines the liberties for the people, and it also defines the role of the government, and it also constricts the government, restricts them from doing what governments normally do, which is grow, infiltrate, and dominate the people. And and the only way that I always ask this as a, as a talk show host, but as a citizen, I say, look, we obviously see some things that are wrong. What is what is the opportunity for us? What can we do to go out there? I mean, other than looking at these other countries where they're overthrowing the government by rioting the streets, what else is there to do? Well, we we already have what we need to do. We just have to get involved. Um, you know, our founders said that our freedom and our system is based upon a well-informed and educated populace. They said if we ever become other than that, the nature of the country will quickly change. Why? Because all it would take is slick politicians and uh, a dishonest media, and away you go in another direction. Yeah, uh, That's exactly what is happening. But interestingly enough, Thomas Jefferson also said something that was pretty encouraging. He said that, you know, we would become lackadaisical, we wouldn't pay attention, the government would grow and would begin to dominate the people. But just before we turned into something else, that the people would awaken and they would regain control. And I believe that that's what's happening right now. Yeah, I, here I believe that for years people just blame the other party. And now when with neither party, I mean, I, I voted for Obama twice. And uh, and when you have when you're like okay here comes the savior and two times you're disappointed you go what's next what now now you find yourself thinking the only thing you could do is vote for the least offensive person or the person that or or be one of those people that say oh my my vote doesn't matter anyway exactly and and a lot of people had given up you know I had really no intention of going to the political arena I got to tell you but after the prayer breakfast there were so many people clamoring for me to do this and. And then the draft movement started, and I had hundreds of thousands of petitions saying, you got to do this. And, uh, you know, I started listening to them, but I particularly listened to the elderly people, and so many of them said they were just waiting to die, yeah. giving up on America. I heard that everywhere, red states, blue states, north, south, east, west. I said, we can't, we can't do this to the future. We can't do this to the generations who are coming behind us. 
I, I'm glad you ran. My father, you know how, how you know you talk to older people and they tell you, like during sporting events, they'll go, wait till you see this boxer. He's working his way through. Right. My father's been talking about Ben Carson for years. He's been scouting him? He's been scouting him. Yeah. He's always felt like he's been scouting you. And he's not even that old of a guy. Uh, we're, we're fortunate enough to be talking to Dr. Ben Carson when you meet these people, uh, I, I would I would imagine not all of them are coming out there are people that you know they still appreciate you and they appreciate your book, but they're not all going to vote for you. Are the people constantly giving you giving you slack or advice, or I mean, I imagine it gets to be uh, tedious after I, a while. I, well, you know, uh, there, there's virtually none of the signings where there are less than a thousand people. I mean, it's just unbelievable the crowd, yeah. the enthusiasm, and the main piece of information I get from people as they come by is they say, please. Don't give up. Please don't let the media kick you down. I mean, it's almost like the people have developed a us versus them mentality. Are you feeling that way at all? Like, where is your head at at this point? I, mean, I loved in the last debate, and I love to see you surge ahead, but do you feel like, because Herman Cain is a friend of ours. He comes on the show after every debate, and we talk about it, and he says, man, I don't know what I was thinking about running for president. He said they just start digging at you and beating you down, and it's just not worth it. Well, the good thing for me is, yes, I know that they will be digging and everything. The, the problem for them is going to be that there's nothing there. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they have to try to manufacture whatever they can, uh, but everything will be debunked because the truth always ends out in the end. So I don't really worry about that. Do you agree with Mike Huckabee, what he said on stage when he said that he would take Donald Trump over Hillary Clinton any day? I would take any of the Republican candidates over Hillary Clinton. Do you, as an, as, a, as a Republican, but as an educated man, as a doctor and citizen of the United States, can you can you believe that the, with all the information about the emails that she's still even being allowed to run to run this country? It is pretty amazing. I, it's know? insane. I, I sometimes I, I listen to the news. And I'm like, I don't understand. Am I the only one seeing this? Well, it, it shows you what's happened to our country. There's so peop- some people who are so blinded by partisan loyalty that they relinquish their Americanism. Yeah, that's the absolute truth. And that's a sad That's a sad situation. I know you probably, uh, we talked to uh, Vice President Biden before he was elected, and I know you probably don't like to look ahead uh, that far. He didn't when we talked to him. Um, but, you know, people always say when they're up for an Academy Award that they didn't write a speech, but right. in the back of their head they thought about who they would thank when they're up there. Did you Do you think about, uh, okay, so I made it this far and I'm going... If I actually go down, who have you thought about would be a good vice president to President Carson? Well, it would have to be somebody who who actually uh, embraces the, the same kind of values and would uh, would carry out the same policies in case you know something happened. Um, I don't believe in picking somebody just because strategically that seems to be the right thing to do. Well, it didn't work for McCain. Yeah, well, that's what politicians do. Right. And, and I'm not a politician. You know, we're we're interested in actually fixing the problem and restoring this nation to something that our children can be proud of and, and a place where they can prosper, not just get by. Is there anybody that's popped into your head that you know, or is there anybody that's on the on the on the podiums with you that you looked around and you went, "Eh, he's a pretty good guy." Oh, I think there's probably a lot of people uh, on that podium who could fit that category, but we would have to vet them very, very carefully. Maybe you never know. Maybe you meet somebody at the book signing and you go, hey, this guy has got the stuff. (laughs) I've had several people offer. (laughs) I'm sure. (laughs) Uh, We're speaking to Dr. Ben Carson. His new book is called A More Perfect Union. 
what we the people can do to reclaim our constitutional liberties. Whether you like him uh, as president or not, you know he's a very educated man, and this is something that everybody should read and know about what this country was built on. This is a very important election for everybody, no sure. matter what party you're with. Uh, I, and it I, is important for people to, to know. You know, Some people say, you're not a constitutional scholar. How can you write a book about the Constitution? The Constitution was written at an eighth-grade level intentionally so that the people would understand their government. Yeah. And and uh, more and more people, I don't, I mean, you think about it, when you're in school, you get, you, you learn the, the basics of it, and then you move away from it. They they, they don't nearly go into uh, it at a higher level as they should be, for the average person should be revisiting the Constitution through their whole life. I don't think they even teach basic civics anymore it's, in a lot of schools. People don't know, when you see those men on the street interviews, and they're asking people basic questions, and they look like they just landed here from... <laughs> Uh, can i tell you that that's one of the great things about you is when that you can recall seeing that on tv to know that a guy that you're talking to is actually human that right you know you think about that time george bush senior went and didn't understand how they worked in the grocery store what what is your favorite tv show what do you watch on a regular basis um well you know the news i mean I, i i i like uh i like making kelly's show and i like neil cavuto's show Forget forget news. What's the one guilty pleasure? You never watch the Housewives of any of the counties or anything like that, have you? I I, I have no idea what's on <laughs> network television. I actually, no idea. I actually think that's kind of good. Yeah. Okay, that's good. They always criticize you for being too calm. Uh, I kind of like that. It's it's kind of like a Tony Dungy effect. You have control of everything. What's the one thing that you scream out when you're in a bad mood? Do you have a favorite curse word? Uh, I don't I don't curse. That's good. And, and, I, and I don't scream. You know, I used to be that way, but uh, you know, the good Lord cured me of that, and you know, I'm I'm very calm and relaxed at this stage in my life. Doesn't mean that you know I'm not motivated to do things. And people who assume that that means that you're not tough and you have no resolve clearly don't know me. No, that's another thing. Going back to my father, he always told me to watch out for the calm ones because they end up being the smartest and strongest ones. And the last thing I'll ask you. Which uh, you you did you might have seen this on the internet. Have you watched any of the bad uh, lip syncing videos that they've made to the to the debates? <laughs> yes. Oh, is that not the the absolute best? <laughs> it's funny. You, no question about it. Yeah, yours was phenomenal. All right, listen, this has been a pleasure to speak to you, and hopefully, as the trail goes on, we'll have the opportunity to get you in the studio and get you on again. This is Dr. Ben Carson. Uh, Dr. Carson, pleasure to have you on. Thank you for doing what you're doing, and I look forward to watching the uh, the rest of the, the debates and certainly uh, how this plays out and see how far you stick with it. Thank you. Nice being with you today. Have a great day. There you go, Gowan. Very calm. Or maybe the closest we've come to uh, speaking to a president at this point.